is the way you're living as an oikos, right? An extended family. Is it easily and naturally reproducible by everyone and in any context? Do people know what they're doing? Do you know? Are you passing it on? Does it make sense? Or do they have the tools and frameworks to look at their own context and go, I know what I'm doing. I know where to go next. Are you moving beyond a holy huddle or a weekly meeting with your community? Even though we're going inward, the gospel causes our heart to go, yeah, but there's brothers and sisters that aren't here. Welcome to the Everyday Disciple Podcast, where you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. In other words, discipleship as a lifestyle. This is the stuff your parents, pastors, and seminary professors probably forgot to tell you. And now, here's your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Wow, what a week it's continuing to be, and I really hope it's been a good week for you, uh, not as busy as it has been for us, but I hope that you've been following along in the Everyday Disciple Challenge, this Scattered Church edition, and maybe you've been joining us live uh, and watching the videos and being a part of that whole party, or maybe you've just been hearing it here in the podcast, which is great as well. That's why I've been wanting to upload and have been uploading these special episodes, right? So I hope you're enjoying those. I hope you've been getting through day one, day two, day three. Yesterday, we were talking about discipleship rhythms and how they fit all of everyday life, coming right off the back of our gospel identity on day two and what is discipleship day one. If you've not heard those, you really want to go back. These sort of are in a series. They help us build an understanding and some little practice steps along the way on making disciples in everyday life and showing you that you really can do this you, you can, with a little bit of understanding, a little shift in your head, heart, hands, and a little bit of help and community and all that. So I hope you're following along. Um, in just a little bit, I'll tell you about what we're going to talk about in this today's episode, which is day four of the challenge, right? But if you've not joined us over in the podcast group yet on Facebook, I want to invite you to do that because that's where all the action is, and that's where the live videos and the commenting and homework posts, and we're, we're giving out prizes and all that. So head on over to everydaydisciple.com forward slash Facebook. It'll take you right to that group, and uh, we'd love to have you, and you're going to love this. Okay, so day four of this special series uh, from coming right out of the challenge live is finding the right missional balance in your life right? Especially as you're transitioning from maybe some traditional forms and then all that got broken with the COVID and the social distancing and it's kind of off again, on again. Um, how do we find the right missional balance and how do we help those in our communities do the same thing? That's what, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I think you're going to love it. And I think it should give you hope and a little bit of a diagnostic tool to go forward. And it's going to be something that you'll probably use going forward a lot, all right? So here it is. I'll come back at the end and I'll give you a few thoughts, all right? So today we're going to be ultimately talking about finding the right missional balance. But uh, let me start out by, um, you know, just reviewing what we learned yesterday. So yesterday we learned that discipleship is all of life, you know, just like all of life. It has both organized and organic rhythms to it. And someone, I can't remember who it was, posted that they, they, intentionalized from yesterday's homework how to, you know, something they were going to do with a neighbor, right? One of the rhythms, and they were going to bless somebody somehow. And then by doing, when they went to do that, they ran into a bunch of other neighbors and got into this amazing conversation. And then they planned to all get together to do this. And so it was this amazing example of with a little intentionality, slightest bit of organization, like, oh, I think I'm supposed to do this. I'm going to go do it, right? The organics that God already knew was going to happen with a lot of people. Amazing. Okay. Uh, we also learned yesterday that God has created the world in all cultures with common rhythms of life that we all have. And these six rhythms give us handles for mission in a sense, meaning we can look at all of our normal life. And instead of thinking discipleship and outreach and all this stuff is something additional that we have to jam into our calendars. It's really something, it's just about intentionality once we see it. And now you have it, you can't unsee it, right? And we also talked a little bit about the fact that we are always in discipleship mode. <laughs> we're always in discipleship mode. No matter what we're up to, we're either glorifying God or glorifying ourselves. We're either showing people what it looks like to walk in the ways of Jesus so that they would see him and see the Father, 
or they're seeing what it looks like for us to love ourselves and rule the world and think that we're God, at least in the moment, right? But either way, like with our kids, with people at the store, people in our neighborhood, if we're nice, if we're not, we're always in discipleship mode. That We're, already, we're always helping to move from unbelief to belief about something, all right? Okay, so um, let's, let's get moving into today's training. Now, it's important, it's important to uh, realize um, that during this, during this uh, super, here, I'll just stop sharing for a second. During this super scattered time of church, right? And everybody, you know, doing different rhythms. And a lot of y'all ain't back to gathering yet. And some of you are partially, and some of you are just still streaming it from home. And maybe that's not your favorite. Anyway, during these, all this change, it's really easy to just sort of do what's easiest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like pick the path of least resistance. Or if you're leading the church and you're like, well, what are we going to do now? We got new cameras. We're streaming. It's not the best, but it, we're doing it. Only about half the amount of people I think are even tuning in. I don't know if they're really watching it. You know, some are coming, but right. It's easiest to just start doing new stuff and getting churchy and busy instead of doing what Jesus would have us do. Like, how do we find the right balance? That's what I want to talk about today. And, and that's for our own lives too. Do we just say, well, whatever my church leaders say, that's it. And right now it's just sort of streaming this thing and then the midweek's kind of up to us or they want us to get together and hang out and stream it. Like, is maybe, that's good, but is that enough? Is that all of it? How do I know if we're growing and if we're making disciples and all that? So that's what we're going to look at today. That's what we're going to look at. Now, some of this today, guess what? You're going to go, oh, I've heard of this before. Hmm, hold on a second. I'm going to show you some layers of tools, maybe some you're familiar with, maybe it's brand new, and I'm going to help you see how it gives you a way to look into your own life, the life of your church, your small group, your family, and find that missional balance so you're not freaking out or you're not tipping off one side versus the other when it comes to your growth and spirituality and all that, right? So this is, and you're going to see how this all connects from our identity to those six rhythms and into what we're about to look at now. So I'm gonna go back to my screen, and uh, here we go. So, um, so you've probably seen this before, I'm guessing. You've probably seen before this, uh, oops, no, I wanna go back, sorry. This up, in, out triangle, right? You've probably seen this up, in, out triangle before. Um, I, you know, special thanks to Mike Breen and the 3DM people that turned me onto it. Um, but um, I, I want to talk about this triangle. I like triangles a lot, and it helps us see the way that Jesus balanced his time. Have you heard of this? Maybe you've seen this before. Okay, cool. That's good. Stay tuned. Watch how this goes. So um, Mike and Sally Breen, like I said, who are two really close friends of mine and who are also master disciple makers, they paint the picture of Jesus' balance in his life. Like, how did he pick how much time to spend with people and time in devotions or study of the word or preaching the word or out with others that weren't the 12, right? How did he know that, right? And, and they explained that Jesus was careful to balance his life between his relationship with his father, that's up, right? And balance it between that and his relationship with his spiritual family, his disciples, that's the in, okay? You probably know this, but hold on. You're going to see how this fits together. Um, and he balanced it up and in with his relationship and time spent with broken people who did not yet know the love of his father or the encouragement of his family. That's his out, right? And we see he was doing that. He spent time with his father. He spent a lot of time with his disciples, his oikos, those people that were closest to him, not just the 12, but those kind of he lived with and hung out with. And he was out with broken people a lot and proclaiming the kingdom. And inviting him in, and he had meals with all of them, even the religious leaders, right? <laughs> and as disciples of Jesus, we must regularly calibrate these up in out expressions in our own life and in our own church and communities. So as you're looking at the church right now scattered and doing very different things, ask yourself, where's our balance with up, right? Upward, connecting to the Father, in, really living as community, or are we just leaving it up to people and hope they figure it out? Or, and are we, did we put a pause on anybody new? Or do we realize that the mission is always going to be go and make, right? Go and make more, right? And, and now that you can sort of see these all together, let me give you, you know, just to make sure you didn't miss it, an example or two for each. Up, Jesus regularly went away to pray and talk with his dad. And when he prayed, he taught his disciples to pray, our father, right? It was our father. 
And, and there was a connection there. In, right, Jesus spent every day, almost every hour awake with his closest disciples and his extended family doing meals, celebrations, teaching, praying together, right? Teaching them to pray. And then out, Jesus spent time in public, like I said, proclaiming the kingdom and having meals with people. So this up in triangle, though it's real simple and it's easy to, it's so simple that we can just blow it off after we've known it. Um, you may have used it for years, but it'll help you find balance in your life and in your church. So as you're looking at the future, I want you to be thinking all that we've learned this week, like our, how are we helping equip people in their identity being the discipleship's moving from unbelief to belief in every area of life. And so how are we doing that upward? How are they growing in their understanding of the father and his love and being a family, right? And, and inward and outward. Okay. Now here's another way to look at the same things. And my friends, Hugh Halter and Matt Smay, um, who helped start many churches and missional communities. Um, and they wrote the book, uh, the tangible kingdom and the tangible kingdom primer. This is how, this is how they, this is how they uh, articulate it. They say like, we've got to balance out communion, right? Community and mission. They use three circles, right? Communion, that's worship and our connection to God. Community, that's our time spent in a close community, discipling one another, doing life like a family, and then mission, that's our outward expression of service and time building relationships with new friends and others that God wants to bring, you know, into our community or our family circle. Communion, community, and mission. Balance, focus, peace. And what he says is that what they teach is where that star is, where that overlap is, when you find that balance between communion, community, and mission, that star, that's the sweet spot. That's where it's, it's much less effortless because you're connecting deeper to the Father and his love regularly, which allows you to be in community without getting flipped out and freaked out and treat others like family and servants, right, and being servants. And if you're truly connected to God in community, in the gospel, it sends us out on mission. That's why they say that's that little sweet spot. Now, some of you tend to focus on community to the exclusion and detriment of mission. Others may focus their community time primarily around worship, right? Or learning more about the Bible, but they lose impact in becoming a family on mission together, right? With others and consistently heading outward on mission, finding new not yet believers, bringing new family members back closer to God. You get the idea, okay? Now, let me quickly give you one more way to see and express these truths and missional rhythms. And I'm gonna use the triangle again, okay? I love triangles, they're awesome. Um, so. I used to lead a, an organization called the GCM Collective, Gospel Community Mission. And uh, these three elements are the foundation, the core that we continually return to. And this is kind of how I think of it. I kind of cross-pollinate Gospel Community Mission with Up In Out, right? And this, like I said, this is a core we constantly return to that consistently helps disciples connect to God in every area of their life. Remember discipleship, the process of moving from unbelief to belief in every area. We need to help people increase the rhythms of living out the gospel together in community, living more and more like a family, and it takes consistent growth in the mission of pursuing people that are not yet part of the family and seeking those God has specifically called us to make disciples of, okay? So here's the thing. Without the gospel, we're not the church. Without the gospel in community, we're probably not making disciples. And if we say, well, but we have the gospel and we love being in community, we just don't do much mission, then I have to say, well, do you really know the gospel? Because the purpose of the gospel, the reason that we've been created and saved is that we would fill the world with God's glory. And Jesus is the glory of God. So how does that happen? As we become more and more like Christ and make more and more copies, more and more disciples of Jesus. You see how that is? And so you have to have all three to make mature disciples. The gospel lived out in community, out on mission. And, and I'll just give you this heads up. It's when we're out on mission, out serving others, um, out meeting people, getting out there, and people don't all like us or agree with us and all. And, and sometimes we don't feel like serving. That's when our own unbelief most surfaces, I have found. Okay. Meaning, you know, you like, oh yeah, we're really connecting deep to the you know, father and the gospel in community. But every time we try to go out and serve anybody or like go to a pub night or meet new people, it seems like everybody bails out and they're too busy or they have bad attitudes about it or whatever. Well then see, that's, 
that's unbelief. That's part of the, we're not believing who God is and what he's like and what's now true of us. And we're living self-centered lives, right? So that we need all three. You can't have fully developed discipleship without the gospel and communion mission. Everything we've learned to this point has shown us that discipleship is not simply an individual reality, but it's also a communal one. If we can make disciples just one-on-one alone, then I think Jesus would have done that but he always did it in community. In fact, Jesus never intended his disciples to go out and live like this personal faith on a personal mission all alone. Our identity, right? Father, son, spirit, our identity in Christ is an identity best understood and expressed in community. See, just like our God is, he exists in community. We were created to also exist in community. And if you've never seen that connection, this is, this is kind of life changing, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I hope you're getting that. So it's when we live and work together in a bond of love and unity that all the parts of Jesus' body come together, that's us, in a glorious display of what he's like. So you'll never make a mature disciple just you and one other person because at best they will start to resemble you spiritually. But you're not Jesus fully. You're just part of the body. I'm just part of his body. So if you hung out with me a lot, you might become a little bit more mature in certain areas, but you'd be more mature if you hung out with me and Tina and others in community and all the people with different gifts and experiences and giftings from God and maturity and all this, right? You see how that works? And, and just so you can see the overlap here, let me show you how this all fits together. No big deal, no big surprise, but up, right? Our connection to the Father and the gospel and our deep on our identity. In, are we growing as a family? That's, you know, living out that life and serving one another and then out on mission, not only serving, but also as missionaries looking for who's next, who else would we, would we bring in? Okay. So I've given you three different ways of, you know, saying this or grouping these teachings and practices of Jesus together. And these are three components that, that you're, I'm just going to challenge you. You need to be taught, lived out, modeled, reminded, retaught over and over again. Gospel community mission, up, in, out. And again, like I said earlier, with these new scattered realities, it'd be too easy to just focus on doing new churchy stuff and not really thinking through how did Jesus balance his time? How do we get to balance our time up, in, and out? Is that making sense? Okay. So to get a grasp on this and get started, you know, like with a new framework and give you this lens of, of all this stuff, then, then, then let's, let's just real quick. Oh, you know, listen, there's one other thing I want to tell you about this. This picture, okay, up in out, gospel communion mission. However, this picture will move to becoming a mirror. It'll become a mirror. Yeah, it'll become a mirror. See, right now you're looking at that up and out. Oh, I get it. Turn that to yourself. Let it be a mirror. How am I doing at living upward and deeply daily, like connecting to God's heart and my identity? Am I, am I spending time intentionally in community, reminding others of their identity, what God says is true of them, encouraging them, helping them move from unbelief to belief? How am I doing it outward? Like, is that intentional? Like we were sharing the story the other day, just at the airport restaurant there. Because we're missionaries, we're noticing people. We're always on, right? How are you doing? That picture becomes a mirror. And then I want to suggest it'll become a window for you to look at your church, to look at your family life, to look at your calendar, to look at your checkbook. The picture becomes a mirror, but then it can become a window to look through and go, oh, we've got some change to do. Or as we're rolling out new things in our church right now, are we rolling them out balanced? We get to. We get to, we don't, we, we've already been tipped way, you know, for decades. Now's the time with new rhythms to start tipping it backwards, right? Start tipping it backwards, okay? So I hope that's helpful. And I hope that's making sense. Let me, let me just take this a little bit deeper, okay? So foundation step number one, growing in the gospel and in your knowledge of the Father and your identity. So living upward is like our, let me, and this is like a question you can ask yourself, maybe do a, a little screen grab here. Are people being trained in their gospel fluency? In other words, their ability to speak the good news to every area of life? Because if discipleship's moving from unbelief to belief in every area of life in light of the gospel, 
then we have to grow in our ability to do that. We, that's what we call gospel fluency. How can you help others grow in the gospel in ways that they understand and can reproduce naturally without feeling awkward or anxious or weird about it? Because I know a lot, of, a lot of us do. That's part of our living upward. Our folks in your community growing deeper in love with Jesus and closer to the Father right now and as you're rolling out new things. How about yourself, right? Picture, mirror, window. <laughs> Crazy, right? That's that living upward, okay? Foundation step number two, living inward, growing closer in community and living more and more like a family, not just some friends who sit in silence on Sunday in rows once in a while, but no, like a family that, that has God as their daddy and Jesus as their brother. Here's the questions to ask yourself. Is the way you're living as an oikos, right, an extended family, is it easily and naturally reproducible by everyone and in any context? Do people know what they're doing? Do you know? Are you passing it on? Does it make sense? Or do they have the tools and frameworks to look at their own context and go, I know what I'm doing. I know where to go next. Are you moving beyond a holy huddle or a weekly meeting with your community? That's, you know, right? <laughs> Even though we're going inward, the gospel causes our heart to go, yeah, but there's brothers and sisters that aren't here. Are you developing the natural rhythms of a healthy family, like meals and celebrating and serving together, having fun? Or again, is it just sort of a weekly meeting? And then living outward, foundation step number three, picture, mirror, window, um, is moving toward regular rhythms of discipleship and service out there. Uh, here's a question to ask yourself. Are you keeping the mission of making disciples clear and upfront in your preaching, in your services, in your small groups, in your community time, at your own kitchen table? Is that clear and upfront? And is it seen as something organic? In other words, a part of everyday life. It gets to be. That's how we live. I know many of you do. You're probably on here with us this week because you want to learn how to make this more and more of a lifestyle and not a program. So are you keeping the mission of making disciples in everyday life like upfront? Is it clear to everybody? That's why we're doing this. Or are we just kind of getting together and doing what we've always done, right? And here's another question. What are some ways you can serve others and build new outside relationships? think through, right? So whichever, you know, way is most helpful for you to understand all of that, I want you to think through all three of these, all three of these. Okay. Now, how do we help people? Okay. How do we help people? Just start my video here, at least up in the corner. How do we help people take what we've been learning, not only today, but take what we were learning, like, you know, Monday, uh, day one, where we laid the you know, foundation of what is discipleship and how does a discipleship and evangelism all fit together? And, and then we looked at our identity deeply, right? We were family and missionary servants sent now as disciples who make more disciples. And that, that, there's a big, huge privilege and authority in that, right? And then we looked at the rhythms of life that God's ordered the whole world in yesterday and how they're just wide open for discipleship and gospel opportunities. And then today I'm giving you some further tools to diagnose this. How do we find this balance? Now, but how do you help others start to do this? Because you might, I know a lot of you have been like, oh man, I'm sharing this with my elders tonight. Oh, I'm sharing this with all our small group leaders. A whole lot of you I know have been watching this together and then having your own Zoom meeting and discussing it. So I want to give you a framework now, five stages that everybody must go through when we learn anything new. <laughs> anything you learn new that you, that you do, okay? And it's a framework and, and for discipleship. It's a framework for how someone comes to faith. It's a framework for how you introduce changes in the church. These five stages, okay? You with me? Okay, Let me, I'm going to go through them. I'm going to go through them for you. So stage one, okay? Okay, if you want to see, well, I'm just going to back up a second. Let me, I got to grab a sip. If you want to see movement from one thing to another, let me just say it this way, from unbelief to belief, from static to active, from traditional stuff to missional stuff, uh, or helping people move from consumerism to active participation, these five stages are what all movements like this follow. Maybe you've seen this before, maybe you've not, but this is kind of how it works. Like God's made us this way. And, and we can't afford to miss a single stage if we intend to grow and mature as disciples of Jesus who make more disciples. All right? Now, uh, here's what I want you to do as I explain these. 
Think of a situation that you're currently in where you're trying to introduce change or innovation or see movement happen in your own life or with others maybe that you're leading. And now I want you to think about these five stages. I'm going to unroll them, unpack them here for you and see how they naturally flow from one to the other and help create change and movement. Okay, so stage one is expose. People, organizations like the church first need to be exposed to new ideas, practices, and structures, right? Like sometimes we, we try to like right away get them to like, boom, engage new stuff, but they, like, what are you even talking about? Yeah, just start doing this, okay? So maybe it seems obvious, but often we try and lead people, organizations to adopt new beliefs or practices before they've been exposed to new ideas or thinking long enough to actually choose a new possibility. Like, hmm, you know, I've been thinking about this. I was reading this, or I, I, you know, some of you that's happening this week, you're being exposed to some new ideas and thought. Hmm, I wonder... Yeah, does this line up with scripture? It sure seems to, huh, right? Now, stage two is embrace. Some people will reject new ideas when you <laughs> suggest them or roll them out, but many will embrace and accept them. And this is where like our head knowledge and acceptance moves to our heart. We're really embracing it, like, you know what? That is true, well, that we get to live that way. Or, you know, these things we're talking about, this flows right out of God's identity into ours into normal life, and you embrace it right? This is where it moves to the heart. This is key to all movements or any kind of change you're trying to make. See, merely agreeing that something's good or true, it's not enough. It needs to be embraced by people. And, and until they do, you're just sort of hitting them over the head or you're beating yourself up because maybe you haven't embraced it yet. Now, stage three is engage. Some percentage of those who embrace new ideas begin to engage and then practice them, but not everyone. Unfortunately, not all who embrace a new idea or truth actually acts upon it. So some of you been watching this week, you, you're going like, you know, I was exposed to that idea. That's kind of a new way of seeing that stuff. And you, you agree, you embraced it. But then you just say, well, that was fun. And you go back to doing what you've always done. You don't engage it. But some do, right? Some do. And see, the reality is we all live with this belief to action distortion. We can often agree with something, but do little with that truth. I want to suggest for you in your own life, and if you're making change or leading change, focus on those people that actually engage with you. In other words, they've been exposed long enough to embrace it, and when you call them to let, let's try some new stuff, and they start to engage it, focus on those people, those who are willing to step out. These will be the yeast, so to speak, in your dough within your community organization, and their engaging of it will start to help others as well. Now, stage four is equip. You know, once new practices are engaged in, a need and a desire for more equipping usually arises. Like people go like, well, I'm loving this, but I, you know, but I need a lot of help. I don't really know what I'm doing, <laughs> you know? And like anything we desire to grow in, at first we don't really know what we're doing that well. We need to be equipped and then practice our new skills sort of out there, right, with others. And see this engage to equip move, it's really a loop that goes around and around as a person matures. As you start to engage things, you go, wow, I, I, I kind of want some more equipping, right? Some of you this week, I'm going to bet, have gone like, you know, I, you exposed me to some stuff and I embraced it immediately and I'm starting to try this and I'm talking with people about it. I even tried yesterday some new rhythms and blessings, but I realized there's a, so much more to learn. I need some more equipping. See, so you don't necessarily move out of that stage really quick. It's kind of a loop. And then stage five is expand. See, when someone's fully equipped, and they, they, they're becoming mature as a disciple, they expand out to start to expose and equip others. And that cycle begins again, right? From, from stage five, people start doing that same thing back at stage one with others. <laughs> really cool, right? Those that were first exposed and then engaged have become equipped to the point of now exposing and equipping others. See, that's really the great commission in action, like boom, <laughs> right? Okay, and I want, I want you to try this. Think through these five stages as it pertains to leading a person to faith and becoming a mature disciple, right? So, helping someone move from unbelief to belief in an area of their life, be it about sinfulness or just about dad or their identity or generosity or their, you know, uh, sexuality or their parenting, whatever. They first have to be exposed to some truth and, and then probably see it modeled long enough to embrace it for themselves. 
And then eventually you'll start to test those waters, walk in the ways of Jesus. So then you'll come to know the truth and the truth will set you free. And then you'll be hungry for more. See, see how that goes? Or, or how the, think about how these five stages are needed if you're introducing new ideas and rhythms within your own family life and schedule. You could show up today or this week, <laughs> maybe you have already, and you could say, wow, I've been watching this challenge with Caesar. It's crazy. We're going to start doing this. But wait a minute. They weren't exposed in the same way you were and at the same pace you were till you embraced it. They haven't embraced it yet. So now you're just going to engage it. Like, really? That sounds like law. You see how this works? You know, or think through how these stages, these five stages unfold if you're trying to change a church or a community from traditional practices or beliefs to more missional and outward focused priorities. You see how that works? See, if we skip any of the five stages, we'll likely never get to where we want to be and get to movement and the transformation we seek. Can, can you see like where maybe you've skipped one of these stages before, like yourself? or others that you lead? What do you think? Like, I wanna hear from you in the comments. I haven't stopped too much. Yeah, let me know. Like, have you <laughs> skipped any of these stages just in your own life where like you read a book, you got exposed and boom, you started trying to engage some stuff without equipping and you hadn't fully believed like let's say your identity yet. So you were doing to be missional or doing to be a good Christian and then eventually kind of fizzled. You ever done that to yourself? Yeah. Yeah, right? How about with others? Others that maybe are in your family or that you lead. Can you see where maybe you've skipped some of these five stages and they need more time? Now, I want you also thinking about this. I'm giving you layers of thought here this week, foundational stuff. We were talking up and out, upward, our connection to God, growing deeper in our understanding of who he is and what he's like and what he's done and how it affects every area of life. All those things need to be, people need to be exposed to the word, to the truth, right? They need to embrace that. Like, I want that to be true for me. Okay, let's start taking steps of faith and engaging that. All right, let's learn some more. Let's take it a little deeper. All right, eventually I want you to help others start to believe this too. And so you have to expose them to truth and invite them in and model it. You see, see how this all connects? And, and I could go for hours and hours on this. <laughs> all right? Yeah, dealing with the disappointment, Derek says, Wondering why people just don't get it, yet the fault is in my leadership and patience to expose and inviting them to embrace it. It really is. I've said before, small is big, slow is fast. I actually have a book called that, <laughs> right? But it's true. And, and you can see, why did Jesus take three years? Why did Jesus take three years with his disciples? And he lived with them. So it was kind of like all day and night and even slept you know, near each other and all that. It takes time to get through these five stages. And remember, it's in every area of life. That's what discipleship's about. It's not just like, well, I spent enough time to expose them uh, to their sin problem, and they embraced it and made them feel really bad about that, and you know, we, we do. And, and, and then they engaged the truth of the gospel, and they invited Jesus to be their Savior, and that was it. Well, how long does that take with someone? Well, there's a million other areas of our life. I, just, I wanted to give you these five stages because this is where this is where, how movement happens. And if you're introducing lots of change right now, I really want to, I want to invite you to think through this. I want you to take the picture of the triangle up and out. Let it be a mirror first. Always do this stuff first and then use it as a window to look through at your communities and at your churches and all that, right? All right. So um, I'm going to go back real quick and I'm going to, let's talk about what we, oh, first let me just say, in case you came on late, stick around. I'm going to be giving out a huge prize. Okay, just in a little while here. I'm just, I'm getting there. Okay, and I'm going to be giving out, I, I think I already spilled, I'm going to be giving time with myself to, to zoom in and do one of these four trainings, whichever one you want for you and your church or your leadership team or whoever you want. Okay, and I'm going to be giving some other prizes away too. So stick around. <laughs> this has been so great this week. Maybe those little incentives have been helping. But anyway, let, let me go back to my screen and I'm going to just talk about, you know, what we learned today. Okay, so what do we learn? We learned that Jesus' sort of rhythm in life is up, in, and out. He, he really did balance time with his father. This is my son who I'm well pleased. You know, I only do what I hear the father, you know, I only do what I see the father do. I only say what I hear the father say, right? He was definitely connected up. And he spent a lot of time with, with his disciples and those people who followed him and a lot of time out healing the sick and being with people and inviting them to meals. 
we, we talked about ways to get started with each of these, okay? And if you did the download from yesterday on the six rhythms and the up and out matrix, I'll give you the link for that in a second again. You've got a million ideas there, plus the 30 ways to stay connected. I'll give you that link in a second again. And then we also learned today the five stages that we really must move through and help others move through when making changes. We just have to. And if you're not doing it, you think, well, I don't have time for that. I have to step straight to like, hey, next week, we're calling all our people to start doing home churches and, you know, getting together and watching the video stream and then answering these questions from the sheet we're going to send them. But, but did you expose them to why and new ideas first? And did they embrace this? Or is it, are we going, see what I mean? Like, are we creating new law for people? Are we creating new law for people? We don't want to do that, right? Let me ask you a qu quick question. Oh, so many comments coming in. Wow. Yeah, thanks, Elena. You're welcome. I got more. I got more coming. And you know what? I already know, too. I'm going to be back on live tomorrow doing a bonus training. I got to remember to tell you about that. But yeah, there's, this has been too good, even though this is today, part four, that's it. I, I'm going to be back on live same time tomorrow. Anyway, let me ask you, um, would it be helpful if I could show you step-by-step uh, you know, ways to, you know, help you identify where you're at in, in your own sort of disciple maker's journey? Would that be helpful? Like, like maybe not this second, but if I could show you step by step to help you identify in a lot of different areas, where am I at in this, right? And, and how to easily naturally, you know, build a framework for discipleship that incorporates all we've been learning this week. Would that be helpful if I was to do that? If I could show you how to do that with, you know, in your own life, with your family, with maybe your small group or missional community as the whole church, would that be helpful? Yeah. Let me know. Really? Yeah. Great. <laughs> Great. Cause I want to. All right. Now here's the second question. Would it be okay if I shared an opportunity right now with you to learn more, to go further together, right? Uh, to keep going, basically, right? Get more help making everyday disciples in your life and, in, you know, and with others that you love and lead, okay? And in a little, would that be okay? Could I, could I just share an opportunity real quick on how we could like, keep going together? That'd be great. Thanks, absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna talk about it. And after I get done with this, I'll be doing, giving you your homework and I'll be giving out those big prizes, okay? So I got your permission. Thank you very much. All right, I gotta go back to my screen. Um, cause I want to invite you to like, join me on an adventure. It really is. <laughs> I'm enjoy this is going to be, this is the thing I was up at two o'clock thinking about cause I just, I couldn't even, I couldn't even sleep. Okay. Whoops. Sorry. That thing went right back on its own. I want to invite you on an adventure, an adventure to live the abundant life that Jesus promised us like now, <laughs> not kind of waiting for it someday. I mean, heaven's going to be amazing. No eye has seen, we don't know, right? But it's the kingdom is now. And this, this is an adventure, but it's also a challenge to help others walk in the ways of Jesus so that they may be set free from performance-based spirituality and a Christianity focused on just sin management, stuff like that while we wait for heaven. You know, what if we could hang out together and, you know, I could give you regular training and stuff like that. You know, I'm going to just put my camera back on here. What if we could hang out together and I could give you regular training and equipping and answer all your questions? Wouldn't that be awesome? Like, I want to. <laughs> and like I said, God dropped some really cool stuff in our lap. Where we get to. We're going to get to. Um, I answer your question. What if you could hear from a bunch of my missional buddies, you know, like, I won't name them, but, you know, thought leaders and people we've coached for years that are making disciples who make disciples and blowing up communities and planting new churches, but this way. Wouldn't that be awesome if you could hear from them and ask them your own questions? Yeah, right? That would be awesome, okay? So I, I want to invite you to this Everyday Disciple Incubator. It's a, you know, it's a safe place to learn and grow as a disciple maker. And this is going to be like together, we're going to do this, okay? The, 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 disciple, the Everyday Disciple Incubator, it's going to give you a framework for discipleship that fits your everyday life. Yeah, it really will for you and for others that you lead. And I promise you, you will get results in this. You absolutely will get results. And that's because the incubator, I'm going to tell you all about it. It's access to all kinds of training and question and answer and live and community. It's not just a big pile of videos 
and resources you can download. You know how there's some of that out there and a lot of it's really good. But you get in there and it's just like, oh, here's 500 little courses and videos I can watch and some sheets to download. But then I got to bolt it together myself and figure out how to, you know, move myself and then my family and then others through it. This is not that. This is not that. See, um, it's an intentional framework, and that's part of why I've been giving you frameworks all week, um, plus encouragement, support, and community, all crafted to produce a very unique experience that motivates and inspires, and it'll pull you towards your goals. It really will, okay? So this is a place, the incubator, I love this name, is a place to be kind of kept safe and while you learn and grow. Okay, and it's access to 20 plus years of me and Tina and, and our experience in making disciples and planting churches, uh, you know, and global church leadership. And, and you're going to be amazed at how practical and easy it is to engage this. Okay, and it's access to training and step by step guides, and you'll have milestones along a journey, and you'll have action steps to accomplish each of those all at your own pace. Okay, because nobody's the same, <laughs> right? And it's all designed. And in fact, it'll, it'll totally help and require that you pass this on to others as you're learning it. You're exposing others and helping them embrace it and, and then engage with you, right? And this is all stuff we've done in like 30 plus countries. It really is. And it's working. <laughs> it's working today. And it's, and it's not only that, but it's also that I'm going to invite you into a community of amazing disciple makers in everyday life who are doing this and living this and facing these challenges and bruising their knees and learning and sharing with each other how to do this, right? And most importantly, this incubator together is about growing deeper in the gospel and a deeper understanding of how the gospel, we can speak and live and enjoy it in absolutely every area of life. Okay. So let me explain how this incubator goes. It's a membership that you would join it. Okay. With us. And you're going you're gonna to be blown away at, at, <laughs> at how affordable this is. I'm not even joking. Like, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> um, you join a membership with us, and you're going to get access to, like, this portal and a community group. And each month, you're going to get all kinds of help in equipping and training. You won't be overloaded. I promise you. We don't do that. And you'll see. It's all designed so you won't be. You can't be. So here's what happens, though. On the first week of the month, in your little access to your dashboard, I drop in a new training module where I'm teaching you on something along a continuum, okay, on gospel, on community, on dealing with your kids, on marriage issues, on systems for discipleship, leadership development, starting new works, changing old works, all that stuff, right? And that's going to be dropped in. It's, it's an action-based learning module, okay? It's an action-based learning module. So it's not just like, oh, in my head, but it's action-based. And it's videos and there's worksheets. And I promise I won't give you more than you can handle. We've trained thousands of people in this framework of discipleship, and we've learned the pace these things can go at, right? Now, week two, boom, drops into your module, is uh, when you'll get your on-the-ground live video interview with these proven leaders in discipleship and missional living. I'm going to come in live into our private Facebook group, and I'm going to interview thought leaders, practitioners, people that are knocking out of the park, people that just, like I said, fell down, but this is how they pick themselves up in a certain area. And I'm going to interview them live in the Facebook group. And, and you're going to get a connection, you know, to them and what you're learning from that learning module that month. And, oh, I see that puts a lot more on the ground <laughs> for me. And you're going to hear their wins and their challenges. And you're going to get to ask them questions too. Pretty cool, right? And then that live video, then once it's been live, I'll also put it in your, in your dashboard in the in, in the incubator for you all right now week three that's your action week that's your get it done week and you'll work on what you learned that month so far and it's not that you only implement things during one week each month but I want to make sure that you've got extra time to fully engage what you're learning fully embrace it fully engage it and not feel overwhelmed or like you're getting behind so we give you kind of a week and we'll be we'll be in the in that private group together encouraging each other along but you'll have that time Okay. And then the fourth week of each month is, is what I call missional mentor. I'll drop a missional mentor video on you, both in the Facebook group, but then also in your, in your dashboard, in the, in the membership, um, where I'll answer the most urgent questions that you, you know, you've posted in that group and others have posted in the community that month. And it'll all be in connection to what we're learning right then. Okay. 
and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to live answer a whole bunch of those questions, drop that video in there, and then also upload that to your, to your uh, dashboard for you. Okay. That's going to be powerful. You'll never be confused or wondering what's up. When each of these components of the incubator are dripped into your dashboard each week, I'm also going to send you an email. So if you're like, well, I, do I have to monitor like this site all the time or do I have to monitor, uh, you know, the Facebook group 24 seven? No, like get in there as much as you can. That's your community. That's your better together community. But I want you to, you know, I want, I, I want you to know I'm going to be sending out emails every week going, Hey, this is in there and this is what it's about. Gonna make it so, so easy for you. Okay. So easy. Okay. But it's more than just all that equipping and, and stuff. Like I said, you're going to be part of this community online. You can just get a little taste this week of how powerful it can be to be doing this with others. To being surrounded by a community of peers on the same journey as you makes discipleship and community and initiating changes so much easier, right? You're going to be surrounded by these people and, and you're going to form some deep connections. I could see it already happening just today, you know, this week with the four days of what we're doing. Okay. And you're going to be a part of this big, you know, I call it the better together community in the everyday disciple incubator. Okay. And I just want to say we are all smarter and wiser and more safe and protected and encouraged together than any one of us apart. Okay. And in there is where you'll get to ask every question and you'll help answer each other's questions and encourage each other. And here's what we're trying. And have you ever thought of this? You'll share insights. You'll share praise reports and breakthroughs that you're having. All of that. All of that. Okay. I also want to share something else real quick with you. Let me just stop. This is inside of the dashboard to kind of give you an idea of what this looks like. Yeah. See, when you, when you get in every month, you're going to have modules lo loaded up. Okay. And you'll just click through and you'll watch them. And if there's a download, you download the material there. Right. And you get that. And all your lessons are stacked up here. They're down here. And every month you're going to get a new module. Boom. On that first Monday with new training. And then on that second week, boom, it'll just pop up in there. Like I'll be doing the on the ground interview. And I'll be doing it, you know, live in the Facebook private group, but then it'll also show up beep, right in your module. Make sense? See how cool this is? It's super basic and super easy to get around. And you just click, you just click on, on, you know, lessons and topics and off you go. And the next thing loads up and there you go. Here's lesson one, <laughs> you know, and on you go. And, but there again, it's not just teaching. It's not just teaching and stuff, but I want you to know that this portal is what's going to keep track of everything. And in it, you're going to be, I'm going to give you the disciple makers journey that we use those same five stages I talked about, but you're going to, I'm going to help you diagnose where am I at in this and then connected to where you're at. Every teaching that drops in will give you based on what stage you're in specific milestones and action steps. See how it'll be super customized, but you'll do the customization. I'll just give it all to you with a roadmap. So it's all super easy, pretty crazy, powerful, right? <laughs> pretty crazy powerful. Now you're probably wondering, how do I get into this? Is this going to cost me a million dollars or something? No, see, God's good, but I'm not going to tell you just yet. Let me, <laughs> I'm going to share one more thing because this is a founding members launch, meaning I'm inviting you in this adventure, but I'm inviting you to be a part of this, this incubator at the very, very beginning. And it's going to be this rock bottom price. You won't even believe it. And you'll be locked in forever. It's a month to month membership, but you can cancel it anytime. But once you join as a founding member, you're going to get to help shape this community. You're going to help like make this, the online group, just a wonderful thing. You're going to invite friends to join you in the incubator. Trust me. And, and you're going to be a part of a movement that God started in our lives years ago. When we started making disciples this way and multiplying communities and planting lots of churches. You're going to be a part of all that. And I want you to be, this is a new layer that we get to do together. Okay. Yeah. I want you to be a part of that. Okay. So you can be a part of the community, but guess what? Because this is a founding member launch, I'm throwing in some bonuses that this will be the only time I do this because I will open up this, you know, membership again, probably six months from now, but I won't offer these things. I'm going to, I'm going to throw in a virtual men's group experience. Okay where um, we're going to get together live and I'm going to teach the guys how we do men's group stuff 
and it's a little bit different. I don't want to scare anybody, but it does have to do with cigars and some deep conversation around the gospel, and it's been powerful, and people are doing it all over the world. I'm also, for the first time ever, I'm going to do the Story of God fast track training, and I'm going to do it online because you know, you're not going to all fly in and pay the money for this. I've trained this Story of God hundreds of times all over the world. I really have. Tina and I both. And I've never before done it live. I'm going to invite you to that. Like when, when I do this, when people fly me out to do it, it's like $2,500 plus airfare, plus hotels, you know, accommodations, right? And because you're a founding member, I'm going to give you these two bonuses. And like, <laughs> you'll see, right? What's that? Like almost three grand worth of stuff. Yeah. Okay. But check it out. As a founding member. Yeah. As a founding member, all of this is just 27 a month. Crazy, right? It's crazy. I want you to be a part of it. Yeah. All you have to do, first step, grab your spot in the incubator right now as a founding member. Lock in that 27 a month for as long as you want to be. There again, you can cancel at any time. And we even give a guarantee if you're just hating it. <laughs> but lock in your spot in the membership. Then, two, start to engage fully in the training and in the community. And third, start experiencing clarity with making disciples in everyday life. All right. I've got a page that'll explain all of this in more detail than you need. And it's at everydaydisciple.com forward slash incubator. All right. Everydaydisciple.com forward slash incubator. And I, I really hope you'll join me. I, we can't do this alone. And we can only coach so many people. Tina and I coach a lot of people. And it's very high touch. And it costs um, <laughs> more than 10 times this. Okay. Literally. But we can only do so many people. And so God showed us, wait, you can, I'm going to show you how to break all this down and give you the framework and this disciple maker's journey, this success path. And you're going to be able to help a whole lot more people. And, and I think almost everybody could afford it. <laughs> I really hope so. Would you join now? Now, here's the thing. Guess what? This is a true, this is a true founding members launch. Meaning, oh, sorry. Um, meaning, this is going to get better and better and better. You're founding members. It's going to rock right off the get-go. But I'm going to be adding all kinds of functionality and new features. And from your feedback of what's needed and what would help, it's going to get better and better. So what I'm saying, we're going on an adventure, but it's a challenge to help others do the same. You're going to get to help shape something that doesn't exist like this. There's no other training and community and roadmap like this. There just doesn't. I, I don't know it. I can't find it. And I know pretty much all the big disciple makers out there. Okay. So here's the other thing. If, if you do this today as a founding member with me, okay, today, <laughs> so maybe it's right this minute. Okay. Um, but if you'll do it today, I'm also going to, I'm going to kind of give you a twofer. Here's what I'm going to do. You join, if you're married, your spouse can also get access to that private membership group. You'll get one password to log into your portal and watch everything, your dashboard there in the incubator. But in the group, I'll send you out a special email where all you have to do is let me know your spouse's name and email, and then they can, I'll give you a link. They go to the group and they'll be in there with you so they can be chatting it up and learning as well. So it's kind of like two for one, but I'm only doing this for founding members. So, wow. I don't know what else to give you to entice you into helping us help you and help many people make disciples who make disciples in everyday life and start to experience greater spiritual freedom and relational peace in all of life, in all of life, okay? So I hope, I hope you'll take me up on this. I hope that just hundreds of y'all just dive in there and join me for it, all right? Now, let me give you the homework, and then I'm going to get to the prizes. Real quick, I'm going to give you the homework, and we're going to rock and roll, and, uh, give you the, and I'm going to throw some prizes your way. Okay, so uh, your homework will look like this. The post will have this little logo. Okay, and you'll, put, you'll post your homework right below that, just like you've been doing. And even though I'm giving away some prizes today, keep posting your homework. I'm going to be giving away more on tomorrow's bonus training, and I'll even give away some over the weekend because I'm going to pay attention, you know, and keep answering. And I'll have a lot more time now that the challenge training is coming, you know, uh, towards the end. Uh, I'll have a lot more time to be in there as well. So we'll be giving away more prizes this weekend. So keep going. All right. So, by the way, you're going to need this for the homework. If you didn't download these yesterday please go to this and I'll put these posts in the homework again and they're posted in yesterday's homework post, but download your six rhythms connected to the up in out triangle. You're going to love it. 
If you looked at it yesterday and you're like, oh, I don't know, now you're really going to understand it. Go to everydaydisciple.com forward slash rhythms to download that. And then um, also for 30 more ideas, go download the 30 ways to stay connected free, you know, during social distancing sheet. So it's everydaydisciple.com forward slash 30 ways. Okay. So here's your homework for today. Here's your homework. Which are you most inclined toward in your spirituality and relations with, pe with people? Let me know, either up, in, or out. And I'd kind of like to know why. Like, really, like, what's the thing behind the thing? So just and remember, all three are important. We want a balance of up, in, and out. Which are you most inclined towards in your spirituality or if you're leading others? Remember, the picture becomes a mirror, becomes a window, okay? And then I want you to pick one idea from the worksheet. Those are all up and out connected to the rhythms, all right? Something you've not tried before in, a, in one of the six rhythms that you most need to grow in. And I want you to tell me what it is and when you're going to do it. It's baby step. I, I'd love you to do it today. So download that sheet and look at it and tell me what, that's your homework. What are you specifically picking? Okay? So either do it today or put it on your calendar today if it's like, well, we're going we're gonna to serve some people this way and it's this weekend. Or we're, we're having people over and it's this way. Or we're making something as a gift blessing and it's going to take us a couple days with the kids and then we're going to go deliver it or whatever, right? Let me know what it is. But now I want you to start connecting those six rhythms to up, in, and out. See how that works? Yeah. All right. So post what you, know, what you most are inclined towards, up, in, and out, what idea you're going to do, and when. All right, and go ahead and just as a reminder for all that, get the, uh, get the homework sheet. You can download that at everydaydisciple.com forward slash day four. Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait to uh, see your homework and I can't wait for the, to tell you about the bonus training tomorrow is I'm gonna help you understand um, how to make, how to make, uh, how to find rather the, the people you disciple. How do you, how do you help people go from like an acquaintance out there to, I think I'm becoming friends with that person, to, wow, they're leaning in like a person of peace. And then they, they're actually becoming a disciple now. They're starting to walk in the ways of Jesus with us. And, and, and we're, they're growing in their understanding of the gospel and their identity. How do, how do you do that? How do you move through that and find your people of peace? That's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that in. I'm going to do that tomorrow, same time, 11, okay, Pacific. And I'll be there. Hey, again, before I get off, and then I'll answer any questions. Couldn't download yesterday. You know, I, Mick, I just tested it this morning and it seemed to be working. So I, I'm not sure what happened. Maybe try a different browser or something. Or if you email me, I can send it to you directly. I'm happy to, right? Just email me at caesar at everydaydisciple.com. Just spell Caesar like the salad. Okay. Um, I hope you'll join me for this founding members launch of the Everyday Disciple Incubator. Community training once a month. Live interview with thought leaders and people who are living this out on the ground. Time to work it out. And then me answering all your questions every month. Okay. Plus, Tina and I will be in that group with you. 27 a month. Plus the two bonuses that were like almost $3,000 worth and the twofer. Meaning, if you join, I'll let your spouse, if you have one, also join you in the group. So that you can do this together and, you know, and comment and you don't have to share a Facebook post and, you know, all that. Right. Okay, so um, I really, I hope you'll do that. Tina, do we have any questions that have come in today? Really quickly, Sheila asked, do we have to join today to get a $27 price? The incubator, this membership into this is only going to be, the doors are only open until Tuesday. Tuesday, the whole thing closes down. So yeah, you got to join by Tuesday. Okay, I want to give you that twofer, you got to join today. <laughs> either right now or, or by tonight. And, and, and our software can kind of tell all that and we'll know who, who jumped in on that fast acting bonus as well. Okay. As long as you get in by Tuesday, you get this price locked in in perpetuity and it's going up. I promise as the membership grows and there's more and more content and more and more, you know, functionality added, it's going up. And so every time we open up, you know, registration, it's going up 37, 47, 57. It just will. Cause we put, <laughs> so much time into this, you won't even believe it, right? And we got to eat, you know, so a little bit each, and, and then we can make this sort of happen for each other. And so, yeah, you'll lock that price in as long as you get in before doors close Tuesday. Yeah. But if you get in today, I'm going to give you that two for deal where you can get your spouse a separate access into the private Facebook group. Okay. Cool. Right. 
Henry. Uh, Another Henry question. Asked if we can save if they can save the live trainings to share with others at a later time in the incubators. In the incubators. In the incubators. So the incubators. In the incubator, everything that goes in there stays in there forever for you. So when you're a member. Every module that drops in, every on-the-ground training, every missional mentor will stay in your incubator for as long as you're a member. It'll never go away. And you'll be able to show it to people, and they, they won't, you won't be able to share it like, you know, like a web page because you have to log in. You have access. But you'll, you're, you're, that's a great question. Your stuff will never go away. You will have it in there to watch and rewatch and watch and train others. That's what we want you to do. That's what I want you to do. Yeah. Okay. Now the trainings this week, they'll only be up till Tuesday night though. And they're coming down. Okay. And why do I do that? Because then people will watch them. <laughs> if they knew like, well, these trainings are just on a website somewhere. They'll like, well, I'll get around to it. But we're all here this week having a blast because why? Because we're together and it's like this. So any other questions, Tina coming in? Um, there are some from in regards to uh, today's topic, like isn't gospel and mission the same thing? Great question. Isn't gospel and mission the same thing? Well, not exactly in the way that we're at least articulating it. Um, the gospel, right, is that God himself came in the form of Jesus Christ, fully aware of our sin need and our separation to, to rescue and restore all things. And in so doing, we are now reconnected to our true identity and relationship with the Father. That's good news. And we are now co-heirs with Christ of all things, and there's no more due to be for us. Now, the mission is go and make disciples. <laughs> In other words, help others discover this truth. Help them embrace the reality of who God is and what he's done through Christ. And in faith, it's true for them as well. And the mission is always and only go and make disciples. That's the only mission Jesus gave the church. So, but part of that mission is helping them move from unbelief to belief in the gospel in every area of life. So they're it's all linked, just like the Father, Son, and Spirit. That's one God, gospel, community, and mission. You can't really separate them. <laughs> yeah, great question. Great question. Any other questions, Steve? Uh, yes, there are. Um, what do you do with leadership and others who want to go back to Jesus, back to Egypt? You know, back to Egypt. What do you do? <laughs> well, we, we need about five weeks to talk through this. What do you do with uh, leaders and even people in your church that want to go back to Egypt? They want to go back to what it was. Um, that's what the five stages are all about. They, right? They have to first be exposed to new ideas and the, the thing behind the thing and the gospel in all of it long enough to start to embrace it before they'll be willing to engage it. Right? And in the incubator, the whole system is based on those five stages and your disciple maker's journey where they're flushed out way deeper. Right. And as soon as you join, you're going to get access to module zero, which gives you the whole foundation. And then the first Monday of next month on the seventh, that's when boom, then official module one and more training will start. And the whole cycle of the four weeks a month will get going. And like I was saying earlier, everything remains in your dashboard for you and everything we do remains in the dashboard. Okay, so this, this is going to start on the first Monday of the month officially, but you get access right now today. So some of you probably already bought and joined and you're in there and boop, you're getting access. Awesome. <laughs> okay, and you're going to have, I think, four videos in there to watch and some download stuff. And I'm probably going to throw a little bonus at you between now and the 7th. But on the 7th then, because I want to start this on the first Monday, then you'll get module 1. So module 0 is your whole foundation and overview of how the whole thing will work. And we're going to have a big kickoff party on September 7th. And like I said, I'll, I, you know, we've got so much good stuff coming your way, you won't even believe it. I can't even tell you the things that Tina and I have planned to just way over deliver. Because why? Because you're our family. We get to, <laughs> we get to. And, and again, I just want to invite you, please, please at least consider joining us in this incubator and being part of this movement. This is going to grow and grow and grow throughout the months and years. I know it is. God's been doing this all along and we've been tracking our brains and praying for how do we Lord help expose the most amount of people that will embrace this and start to get equipped in this and help others make disciples in everyday life and build out new communities and see new church plants and really start to experience greater spiritual freedom right? And relational peace in their life. So please at least go to that page, right? At least go check it out, you know, and consider getting in on it. There's some major founding member bonuses. 
on top of getting locked in forever. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll be checking again and so will Tina and we'll be answering more questions. Get your homework posted. As soon as I get off, I'm going to uh, grab a little drink real quick. Uh, let's get some water in me and I'm going to post that homework post and you can start jacking in your homework. There'll be more prizes tomorrow and throughout the weekend. All right. Again, thanks for being here so much and I hope you'll consider joining us like right now and checking out the Everyday Disciple Incubator. It's $27 a month. You can cancel anytime. How much would this week have been worth to you, right? How much would this week have been worth to you? And imagine if you could do actually even more because the full community and other experts, not just Caesar and 24, you know what I mean? And, and, and you can do it every month at your own pace, right? So enough said, love you guys. And so grateful that we get to do this together. And um, I will see you tomorrow, same time. And we'll do that bonus training for you on how to find your people of peace and the people you'll disciple. Okay. I hope that's helpful to you. I hope that you're starting to see how to find that sort of up in out gospel community mission balance in your life and not just in your life, but helping others find that same thing. And maybe even using it as a diagnostic tool to look at like what's going on in our communities and where do we need to bring greater attention and effort and intentionality to. This has been an amazing series and I hope it's been beneficial to you. And I hope too that if you've been following along that you will consider joining us in the incubator. And, and being a part of this monthly community that's going to, I really think it's going to change your life, and it's going to be a powerful, powerful community to be a part of and have you know monthly training and weekly trainings coming in and just a little bit at a time just as you need it. And so that's, that's going to be very, very uh, important, I think, going forward, especially in the times that we face and everything shifting and changing. And if you're really serious about making everyday disciples, then you're definitely going to want to be a part of that, right? So would you at least just check that out for me? Would you, would you just go to everydaydisciple.com forward slash incubator right now? There's so much information on that page, but it's all real simple, and it'll make sense to you. And I hope you'll join us. Like, dive in with us for a month or two. It's, it's $27 a month as a founding member, and you get locked in at that rate. You can cancel any time. I promise you we will be over-delivering. Okay, enough said about that. I hope you'll check it out, everydaydisciple.com forward slash incubator and register now and join us. So I want to thank you again for being with us all week for all these, all these days of training. And uh, I'll see you inside and we'll talk to you real soon. Thanks for joining us today. For more information on this show and to get loads of free discipleship resources, visit everydaydisciple.com. And remember, you really can live with the spiritual freedom and relational peace that Jesus promised every day.